0: This is an original little long-playing record, and I am your story reader. I am going to begin now to read the story of The Haunted Mansion. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page like this. Let's begin now. You're listening to Taverncast 34.
1: special special. spooky tavern cast.
0: (laughs) 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 (sighs) (sighs)
2: Broadcasting
0: Broadcasting from the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald. it's time (laughs) to drink. Off your favorite drinking mug, order up a pint of strong ale and settle in. It's time for another round of tavern cast with your hosts Cromley, Eloysius, Infernal Bill, and Dan Kater. Woo!
1: everybody, welcome to TavernCast number 34, the very
3: special and spooky Halloween episode. Wait, 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 this wait, 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 wait. stop, infertile. stop. You were not scary, <laughs> you yeah. were not scary enough. You, you, need to, you need to do it again until I'm convinced that, that you can be scary. Go. Hey,
1: hey everybody, welcome to the show, TavernCast 34, <laughs> Halloween episode. Whoa, whoa. This is Infernal Bill.
3: Uh, Bill. Bill, Bill.
4: That's not. That's yeah, not, that's not, not work. bad. I, I kind of like that. Work.
3: that. That is bad. like way. How about we try that again? Scary, scary, scary. Um,
4: I think the um, I think the voiceover that you and Bryce did yeah. for the um, that extra special clip, the love clip. I think that was pretty scary.
5: Yeah, I think that was about yeah. as scary as it gets, actually.
3: That was kind of scary in a different way, though.
5: <laughs> you know, as a grown-up so now, work. that's about as scary as it gets. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome to show 27, or welcome to show 34, ah, ah, one tavern cast, two tavern cast, three (laughs) tavern cast, four tavern, 34 tavern cast, ah, ah, Halloween show. This is Inferno Bill.
3: So wait, so you're like some kind of like crazy Romanian streetcar vendor? Well, which part of that, which part of that
5: scared you? Was it the, uh, the vampire or the counting?
1: Okay, so remember the cow she from? I remember street it. Yeah. All one I heard was Romanian bones. street
3: vendor. Can ah, ah, you sell me like ah. some some goulash or? Uh... Where's your little monkey?
4: You got the monkey with the grinder. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, the monkey's name um, is like Ivan or Babushka. <laughs> Babushka. Babushka. How, about How about we can Russian. do one? We can do
1: We can do one. Hey, welcome to show thirty-four,
0: a very special tavern cast. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is
3: Infernal
0: Bill And this okay.
3: is Lois This is Crowbleed
4: And like, <laughs> oh not? my god, this is Karen Kater
3: <laughs> I defy you to do the entire show like that
4: <laughs> <laughs> You wish <laughs>
3: Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I am scared. Fundamentally,
5: she's only like two shades away from the anime voice girl from earlier. Show.
1: And here's Kern Kater to give us some scary phone line information, website information, and something else that she wants to tell yeah,
4: us. Yeah, so if like you want to call me, you can call me at like seven three four four one eight eight seven two seven and leave me your name and your phone number and. If you have a nice car, you can send me a picture on the internet at um, uh, taverncast.com. And there's like forums and stuff where you could send your picture and we can chat. And I can show you pictures of my toenails because I paint them all pretty and stuff. (sighs) Will you buy me something?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, calm down, Bill. Okay, the forums are going to go crazy. You you don't even know what you've just opened. It's like the <laughs> gates of hell have just been opened. <laughs> you know, when you play with uh, with with this level of, uh, of black magic, you just have no idea what kind of crazy gates to the other world you're going to open. And you just open them. Yeah,
5: I I, I, I call not it on whoever's going to be checking the voicemail in TavernCast. Mm, that's that's pretty scary, actually. Yeah, that would... Yeah, you know, speaking of scary, how about this when. You were asked to go out and buy a $9 bottle of beer called Terrible for a podcast.
0: They're drenched in blood or caked with mud. You yell and scream when one of them arrives. There is no denying monsters lead such interesting lives. They live in ooze. They've paid their dues. No brothers, sisters, moms, or dads, or wives. Honest, I'm not lying. Monsters lead such interesting lives.
1: What exactly are we
3: drinking? It's, what is it what? called? What are we drinking? E-Oi. You mean
4: what are we drinking? <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I drinking now?
3: <laughs> we are drinking Unibrew's... What? How would we say this? It's not terrible, although terrible. it is... Spelled I terrible. Think it's terrible. That's how it's spelled. Yeah, but the French <laughs> wouldn't say it that way. Or the Quebec. Well,
4: according to the website. Who,
3: who really cares what the French call it, anyways? Really? Yeah. French Canadian. These mean. are French Canadians. You know that's no, 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 no. These are French Canadians, and we have a new relationship with the Canadians since show. Yeah, you know that's true. We yeah.
5: made found them Canadians in general, but not French Canadians specifically. Mm. Mm-hmm. We'll have to... Now's your chance, guys. Yeah,
3: let us know whether or not we can make fun of you, because I don't think we've really gone down that road. (laughs) (laughs) Now,
1: what is it? It says it's dark ale on lees. I'm very confused. I always thought beer was supposed to be best when fresh, but this one actually has an expiration date on it, and it's best before February 26th, and we're only in October. And better yet, it's best before February 26th, 2012. <laughs> I think that means
5: it's well fermented. <laughs> it makes me well, this wonder
4: a, if, they, uh, if they have to, if it's kind of like a like a wine, because this stuff has so much. This is such a complex taste. It makes me wonder yeah. if if it's better if you sit it like on your side in like a wine cellar for a while mm. and let it kind of cook, because mm. it really is. There, there really? are some, there are more flavors in here than just like a regular old beer.
3: It reminds me of that. Um, Sam Adams has got a uh, like a barley wine thing they put out once a year. Yeah. Um, what is that it's stuff called? called? Does anybody know? It's in the small blue bottle. Oh, that's the Triple Bock. Triple Bach, thank you. Mm-hmm. Triple yeah. Bock, that's right. Yeah, and that, it, it kind of reminds me of that. It's, uh, I don't know, Unibrew is a, a really great brewery, actually. They've got some great beers there. Um, one of my favorites is the is Blanche de Chambly. Chambly. Like... That's a fantastic beer. And um, do they do Ephemir?
4: They don't yes, do Ephemir. They do Ephemir, and Ephemir is one of my favorites. Yeah.
3: yeah. Wasn't that
1: one of the uh, elves in uh, Lord of the Rings? I think
4: <laughs> no, that was FMI.
1: Oh, oh. Well, wasn't that the, um, the the girl from is Rob? Oh, no, that was Eponine. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, I know those French. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the funny... This is another one of those cool bottles, though. Because I-, I couldn't find a six-pack of this stuff. It only comes in a pint with a cork. So I had with to un- a cork. cork. Yeah. So I had to uncork... You know, I had the thing like a champagne bottle with the little uh, wire mesh thing on top. It was kind of a... It was almost like a ritual opening this thing up.
3: Well, and we, we picked this beer because of the name. We looked for beers that were sort of, you know, creepy or bad or something. Or terrible, so actually, Unibrew's <laughs> got a couple that are pretty good. They have another one called Maldit, uh, which means the damned. Uh, and that's a really good beer, too. Kind of fruity, spicy kind of thing. So mm-hmm. um, I was just wondering guy.
5: about their uh, advertising or marketing plan here, if,
1: putting out a beer called Terrible. <laughs> it's a dark beer, but it definitely does have a fruity flavor for to it. I, I think that's
4: the only reason that I can of... really handle it cuz you guys know I normally don't like dark beers and I'm I'm not a huge fan of this stuff. Part of it might just be because I've drank so much of it already, but it's it is it does have a nice flavor to it. It's
1: almost <laughs> as fruity as what was the one that we we had before Eloy on a previous show where you uh, it was uh, like a, Yeah, no, maybe. No, it was the um
4: the Apple Spice?
1: It was that no, no, remember you had that drink and you mixed the two drinks. It was like juice. Oh, you're talking juice, about a
3: shandy. Oh, radler. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. shandy.
1: It's almost sweet like a shandy. I, yeah, it
5: is kind of sweet like yeah, that. Yeah, I
1: guess. Mm-hmm.
5: No! <laughs> wrong! Stronger. Next <laughs> answer. It's bit stronger. <laughs> it's good, though. Well, anyways, so, like so cheers, everybody. Cheers.
0: Light on light 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 on, light. To light light on the back. The little goose is dead, the bats have left the bell tower, the victims have been bled with velvet lines, the black box, the love goose is dead The little goose is dead
3: I have a special thing that I want to do because I just think it's going to be uh, terrifying and the whole show's about being creepy.
1: Hey, what are you wearing right now?
5: <laughs> That's creepy. There
3: you Thank go. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> uh, Curren, you want to hit me with more Valley Girl, too? Just while he's on a roll? <laughs> um,
4: like, yeah?
1: Where
3: <laughs>
1: where did Cromley touch you? Show us on these this little doll. Show us on the doll. <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay, so anyways, um, <laughs> what would happen if you took like a, like a festival dinner, like a, say Thanksgiving dinner, right? So turkey, dressing, potatoes, cranberry sauce, maybe some like carrots, green beans, whatever, a little pumpkin pie, a little beer, and you stuff it all in a blender and you mix it up and you drink that bad boy. Would it be good? It would be horrible. Oh, and I forgot turkey. Uh, turkey. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're, we're Kern and Crom. was it one of you guys that I had talked to about this with the German dinner idea? You've
5: certainly mentioned it to me
3: before. You've mentioned it
4: to me before, but you didn't really tell me that you were actually going to do it, and I'm a little bit scared.
3: Okay,
5: yeah. yeah. Do you have, like, Poison Control, the, the number for Poison
1: Control nearby?
3: Uh, yes, I think it's more likely that I just, just might throw up. So here's what I'm going to do,
4: if right?
1: If you turn into a giant blueberry and you have to be wheeled out with, like, little Oompa <laughs> Loompas that have to squeeze you down to shut side, don't blame Do you me. have I'm the I'm Oompa, Oompa Loompas, Loompas there and ready? You're turning
4: violet, violet.
3: <laughs> so Speaking of
1: creepy, how about Oompa Loompas?
5: All right, Loompas? so let me tell you what I'm doing
3: press. here. So I've got... Um, I'm going to do, because it's uh, it's Halloween time, and th- th- so it's just scary that I'm doing this, and uh, it's close to Oktoberfest, too, so I decided to do an uh, Oktoberfest meal. So, mm. you know, sauerkraut, sausages, potato pancakes, etc. Um, and I'm going to blend it all up. And because no one would believe I'm actually doing this, I am now d- recording on my video camera, and we'll go ahead and show you guys what I'm about to do here. And so here is... Uh, sh- 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 here is the blender. Here is the beer that I'm going to pour into the blender, which is Oktoberfest um, Spaten from Munich. And it's a great Marzen uh, beer when, for Oktoberfest. <laughs> when that beer was oh, beer. brewed,
1: did anyone ever think that somebody was going to waste it in the manner that you're about <laughs> to do? No, really going
3: do this? And now, now I've got a... Plate. Yeah, Somewhere a German is crying right now. I've got a plate full <laughs> more of than one. stuff. So here goes uh, some potato pancakes into the blender. Oh. Can you guys hear me all right? Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm kind yeah. of move it around. And here goes, uh, this is a Nuremberg um, brat. Brat. Can you see my face?
4: You should see my face. Okay, I Here believe. is a brat? <coughs> it's gonna
3: here work. is a regular uh, garlic bratwurst that's now going into the blender. Uh, garlic? Uh, a Two whole sausages. forkful yeah. of uh, German brown mustard. Oh my god. Okay. And the rest of what I got here is a bunch of uh, sauerkraut, <laughs> which I'm now dumping into the blender. Ooh, all over the Tab and Cast studio. That's not good.
4: You
1: realize this is, like, the second experiment? You are now on a roll. I think all TavernCast experiments yeah. must be on, on Eloy the Game. And must we're, I mean, we're approaching jackass
5: territory.
3: It right, right. right, so must be on video. Gotta, here here comes the blend. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Okay.
4: All right, here uh-huh. we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: yeah.
1: yeah. I love the chunks.
5: Did you put bread in there? I missed that part. No bread, no
3: bread. I- is there I any ice the to kind of make it like
4: a Wimp. smoothie? <laughs>
3: No, 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 there's uh, beer yeah, in there.
5: Some yogurt. Yeah, and add some,
4: add some protein shake powder. So to we'll it? let
3: we'll let this thing go for a second. He's
5: got plenty of protein, I think.
1: <laughs> what color is it? Gray.
3: Describe it for it's, us. The yeah, aroma, it's the color. Like brownish gray. It looks like a uh, vanilla milkshake with like Oreos. Oh,
5: Does it man. look like what my washing machine looked like we <laughs> talked about last show? <laughs> oh. If it smells like that? Do not drink right.
3: it. You know, it's basically now, in my big, what's inside their stomach. Now, in big That's in enough. my A yeah. and W glass. Uh, I'm going to pour said mixture. Oh, oh God.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: what is... <it? laughs> oh, boy.
3: It's Just like, add bile like, and it's, it's vomit. It's like gruel, actually. <laughs> it's, it needs more beer. So I'm adding more it's beer. It's like gruel. As- <laughs> needs more. It's my boss be- needs more
4: beer. Now, kids, kids, if you're doing this at home, keep in mind that beer do beer can be uh, carbonated, so mixing it up in something like that can actually increase the pressure. So <laughs> it
3: may destroy your recording equipment. Be for example, children, be
4: careful if you're using electrical equipment with beer. Just FYI. All right,
3: all right. Now I've got more beer in there. I'm going to mix it some more.
4: <laughs> Where is the cat in all of this? Oh, crap!
5: <laughs> the cat's meow. in the blender, too.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, kitty. I don't
5: think cats are really a feature of German food, All though, right. so... Here we go
3: again.
4: It's more Thai right. food.
3: So, Eloy, <laughs> what are oh, we drinking today? Ah, that's disgusting. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. All right,
1: drink it down, <laughs> Two boy. Two words. It's not an amazing blend of flavors. Two words. Drink
3: your your idea. Let me get close to the mic. Let me, the mic. <laughs> let me turn the uh, camera around a little bit here. So you Your wonderful it. idea. Do you have a bucket yeah, and, uh, close here by? Here's my um, German dinner in a cup. And we're going to see what this works like on camera. So here we go.
5: But I hope you put down those tarps.
3: Mm. Okay, that's mildly disgusting, but not as bad as I <laughs> thought it would be.
4: Oh, gross.
3: Ta-da! Oh, God. Beautiful. <laughs> That's a glowing <laughs> review. <laughs> so,
5: in summary, what have we learned here today?
4: It does blend
5: sausage and beer and sauerkraut and potato pancakes equals. Oh God, I'm gonna throw something up.
3: Something
2: nasty.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Can you do it on camera?
3: No, yeah, I just shut the camera on. off. <laughs> Remind know, me, just... the next time I come up with an idea like this, uh-huh, <laughs> that I'm a moron. Try and stop you, like that's ever worked? Yeah. yeah. So, give me two seconds. I'll be right back. <laughs> uh
1: waste of good german
3: food you know what's funny
1: it actually i mean it's what eat i'm sure if you use the right portions it's what he would have eaten at a meal Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but just getting it past the gullet is the problem yeah yeah
4: the whole texture consistency consistency, yeah Yeah, because when you blend up like a garlic sausage it's got all that gristle and like spongy crap in it yeah
1: yeah, but you know, like if I took a piece of garlic sausage and a little bit of sauerkraut mm-hmm. and a little bit of potato pancake and put them all on my fork and just ate it all together and then just took a little swig of beer, I bet that would be delicious. Yeah, but mm. not blended. Mm. It's a mir- or a mystery of the universe. Uh-huh.
5: Ooh,
0: ah, ah, ah! Mystery of the universe! <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> what this show needs is a gimmick. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
5: How'd that gimmick taste? Oh, my God.
4: What you yeah. need is an enema. I
3: actually uh, I took it out in the kitchen with the intent of throwing it out, and I had another big swig of it just to see if I could
4: <laughs> it. God, you're disgusting.
3: Uh,
1: I think I'm going to vomit. Uh, hold on. Mm, maybe just I'll try one more. more
4: no, nope, <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely going to vomit.
1: My- <laughs> well, my dog is smarter than
4: that. <laughs> <laughs> I love to
0: take my baby to a movie show So I can try to smooch her while the lights are low but you and will curdle to a story of romance. There's only one way I've got a chance. It takes the Batman, Wolfman, Frankenstein, or Dracula to put her in the mood for love. It takes the cat girl, dog boy, creature from the Black Lagoon to make her feel like making love. It takes a monster from outer space to make my baby want my embrace. And when I hold. Only she can hear somebody scream. Leave me alone. He's gonna get you. He's gonna get you. He's gonna get you. He's gonna get you. He's gonna get
3: you. you. The boogeyman is coming.
0: Leave me alone. He doesn't believe us. Don't you know what happens on Halloween? Yeah candy. The <laughs>
2: The
0: <laughs> The boogeyman. The The
4: So we know that Eloy's been sitting around trying to figure out what he's going to put into his blender. What did you do this week, Cromley?
5: Uh, this week I didn't really do a whole lot. <laughs> I was sorely tempted to go out and buy the uh, Half-Life Orange box, but I, I resisted the temptation I'm holding off until I get some income. Streams working that will hopefully help me pay pay for things like that and for new computers. Donate to Taverncast. We'll see.
3: Donate to Taverncast. Donate <laughs> yeah.
5: for Cromley to buy. I the need a quad box. core killer machine to edit on. Yeah, that's Donate it. Donate to
3: Taverncast with a good video card to so Cromley can play games. <clears throat> And I'll review them. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. What, what is the orange box, for those who may not know?
4: I certainly don't.
5: The orange box is a combo deal they have, which includes Half-Life 2, uh, Team Fortress 2, Half-Life Episode 2, and something called Portal, which I've never played. And I think that's everything. And it's out for PC, obviously, and it's also out for Xbox now. Yeah! Woo-hoo! And I think the main thing people are interested in, if they haven't played Half-Life 2, or if they have played Half-Life 2... Is Team Fortress Two, which is yeah. uh,
3: Now I don't want to I don't want to derail this too much uh, by saying this, but I think it's probably worth it that people know what kind of an idiot we have sitting on our show. (coughs) Yeah, woo!
5: But (laughs) you uh, mean what kind of four idiots? No, but don't we each bring our own
3: particular? Bill uh, thinks Mm -hmm. that if he gets the Xbox version of Team Fortress owned, owned, he thinks You're going down. That he can beat Cromley and I using a PC. With one
1: eye. With my seven-year-old son as my teammate, even. I'll subject him to the blood and gore. Daddy, why are you owning them so much? Well, son, because that's (laughs) Eloy
3: and Cromley. And Uh, and they deserve to die. All I have to say (laughs) is is that I think it's akin to child abuse to put your child through a situation where we're going to make him repeatedly cry.
1: Oh, daddy, do you do anything (laughs) other than headshots? No, son, I, I just like to keep well, it at a certain level daddy
3: why do those other players on the screen are why are they able to circle us over and over again and kill us why are they able to go around us and we can't even turn why is my controller so <laughs> crappy daddy
1: why,
5: what is this scraping
1: they huh? keep talking oh, I'm about st- oh, sorry i thought that was you guys dreaming again <laughs> i get confused all i could say is unfortunately I, Xbox- i'm not sure that
5: team fortress 2 is going to be cross-platform like that
1: my Xbox is a gaming machine made by the fine people at Microsoft and they know gaming, oh okay? God, yeah. It doesn't oh, run yeah. an opera- It doesn't run Microsoft Word, doesn't run my- doesn't do your fancy Excel, Excel spreadsheets.
3: It's gaming. That's it, gaming. Ooh, so Bill's reason frame for- rate Bill's children, reason, frame rate. I thought Excel spreadsheets were listen gaming. Listen to you frame rate I you know PC is as bad as an Xbox.
4: And at la, frame rate. La, 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 la. I'm sorry, which one of us still huh? plays Warcraft? So, uh, oh, just wondered, thanks.
3: <laughs> yeah, so what did you do this week, Kern?
4: <laughs> I did all the Brewfest stuff. Did you do anything on your Xbox? War, <laughs> no, actually, I don't I don't own an Xbox. Mm. I'm uh,
5: owned being there. That's the right cuz they don't have MMOs.
3: Oh, yeah, do you know why why she doesn't own an Xbox? Because she doesn't suck. She hasn't given in. <laughs> To the pressure. Thank you. The weak-minded. Oh, I, I, I should
5: admit I do own an Xbox, but well, mm.
2: it's
1: not very good for shooters. Mm. Ah! Ah! Let's see. <laughs> Sorry,
2: Kern. Actually, no. <laughs> Go ahead. It, well,
4: for those of us that still play Warcraft, um, I was spent. I spent the all of yesterday and the day before. Well, not the whole day, but my game time at any rate um, in doing the Brewfest stuff. And you guys would really enjoy this. There's a whole camp outside of Mar where you can drink. And run around and slay pink elephants and get warple tingers, which are these little winged antlered bunny rabbit things. So I've got a new winged antlered bunny rabbit pet, which, of course, as you know, is very important to me. Um, mm-hmm. You can ride rams what, can and run rams around, and they're pets. really hard to do. It's really hard to, st- to keep the ram like at a regular speed. You gotta push buttons and keep it straight and go to apple barrels and stuff like that. And uh, there's a um, there are blue items you can actually. I've got a summonable keg now in my bags at all times. So anytime I want, I can wow. summon a keg, <laughs> and people can the drink. summonable a keg? keg. Yeah.
5: Like a keg of Ooh, beer. I have a
4: summonable keg. It is called. I'm running game right now. The Brewfest That's hot. Pony Keg.
5: That's an invention they need to yes. make. Yes. Right <laughs> click yeah. to tap a pony it.
4: keg of delicious Brewfest brew. And so I can put it down anywhere, like at the, at the head of an instance. Everybody can get as much beer as they want from it, get absolutely smashed, and then go pwn stuff. It's totally awesome. And everybody's in. Um, you can cool. you complete these these tasks. You like you ride the Rams or you go and you bring, um, you bring beer back or do whatever. And you can actually get to get tickets and then you trade the tickets in for you can buy leader you can buy German hats, <laughs> you can buy um, uh, knickers, you can buy boots, you can buy gloves. It's totally cool.
3: You guys can the uh, can the can the fake peop- the fake chick characters in the game wear dirndls? because that would be hot.
4: I don't know what a durnel is.
3: <laughs> Durnels are See, the I are the either. German uh, sort of corset outfits that all the beer girls wear. Like
4: mm.
3: the St. Polly's girl. Oh, yeah.
4: okay. I didn't know what the actual name for it was. Yeah. There's actually also a um, a set of Blix's eyesight enhancing romance goggles that you put on, <laughs> <laughs> and they make everyone. Look like worn a those a few times. times. They make everyone look like a female orc when you put them on.
3: It's great. Why the hell does Blizzard wait until I don't play this game very much anymore, and then they start rolling out all the cool, like, tavern stuff? What's up with that? That's because
4: you suck and you have to get back in game.
1: They're trying to lure you back.
4: What about you, Bill?
1: I have been lamenting the fact that there is no such thing as fall in Southern California anymore. (laughs) My son got the most ridiculous uh, school assignment uh, to Southern California ever. They asked him to pick up eight leaves and they couldn't be green leaves they had to be leaves that had changed color and fallen onto the ground there's no such thing. There aren't anywhere. I mean, you are going to have to, Dude, like... you want me to mail you, like, three large <laughs> trash bags full? I <laughs> mean, you <laughs> could sell them to all the kids. I'm sure you could. But and, and so in trying to find these stupid leaves, I remember back when I used to live in Michigan how we would go picking apples at this time of year. We would go to an apple orchard, and you get in the back of a carriage with hay, and a horse would draw it, and you'd go out to the apple orchard and pick apples off of the tree and then go back to the barn area where they had hot apple cider and apple, you know, shish kebabs and apple plates and apple clothes and apple cars and they had everything in apple <laughs> and it was, um, but it was great. I mean, you just had to like buy it all. So in honor of that today, we went to the Southern California equi- uh, equivalent, which was a, um, a pumpkin patch, which was essentially a carnival with pumpkins around it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Hey kid, that'll be three tickets. Hey, you know, say and say you, you, you want to yeah, buy
3: a pumpkin, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah right, but I mean it, it's even still too early to buy a pumpkin. So no one was really buying pumpkins. They were just out and about, and you could take pictures on this, you know little wood carve out things. But it, you know it was seventy three degrees, <laughs> so Jeez. it it wasn't you know it didn't have that crisp cool feel into the air, but. We're trying to get in the spirit of things by putting stuff around the house. and Just turn the AC up to about 40, or I guess down to about 40 <laughs>
5: at uh, night. He's and, up, and he says. Feel. Up to 40. <laughs> up to 40. <laughs> <Dad> <laughs> just told that's in the winter. <laughs>
1: right. So w- I spent this week trying very hard to get into the um, Halloween autumn spirit, but uh, the, the weather here in Southern California notwithstanding. Not yeah. but anyway.
2: mm-hmm.
1: How about you, Eloy? What have you been up to this week?
3: Well, it's funny that you talk about the fall stuff. I mean, so I'm in Northern California, and uh, I w- I've actually been pretty surprised to see that there is some fall scenery showing up. Uh, I-, I didn't expect that there would be, but um, there- I guess there's enough trees here that uh, that change, and it's starting to look a little red, yellow, and uh, orange now on some of the trees. So I actually took a trip this weekend. I've been... Uh, I've been wanting to go see uh, Yosemite National Park for a long time, and, you know, everybody's like, uh, I'm in, i yeah, I'm in the San Francisco area, so everyone was like, it's only about three hours, it's not that far. So I've been putting it off, I head out there finally, and uh, man, what an incredible place. I don't think I've ever seen a more beautiful place ever. Kern saw some of the pictures, actually, so she can tell you what I was looking at, but just... It look like
4: something out of Ansel Adams. It looked like like colorized Ansel Adams pictures. They were absolutely beautiful.
3: I mean, I felt like it was in a National Geographic episode. And so the farther you got out there, uh, the more it was like, you know, being in something out of a movie, which was totally cool. And then all these little towns and stuff uh, on the way out.
2: (laughs) What? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, go play your Xbox. That's New Zealand.
1: Did you pretend like you were a little hobbit, you know, running around? He does that all the time.
2: Ooh,
0: rice. Good to see you, my
3: friend. <laughs> Welcome back to the trees. I actually thought it looked more like uh, like uh, dances with wolves. So I was, like, looking for my people. What, you're on the prairie? I was looking for the tatonka. Tatanka. Tatonka,
4: Tatanka owachi.
3: There you go. Wow. So I, I should probably also say, too, just for the record, so I jumped back into the World of Warcraft, actually, for couple weeks and i know i know and i tried to give it a shot because i was a little bored one afternoon we had just recorded tc 33 i think and i was like "Eh, all right i'll give it a shot did you turn into a 70 year old man there for a second i just "Eh!" (laughs)
2: yeah
3: i I just couldn't do it i couldn't do it i lasted about a week and a half and i was bored out of my mind and i just was like i just i just i don't have it anymore i just don't want to play i did a couple quests and was like i don't want to do it
5: We did end up playing some... I should have mentioned we did end up playing some Command and Conquer then, didn't we?
3: Yeah. Not very well either, (laughs) I might add. No, but that was pretty fun.
4: online at (laughs) www.taverncast.com If you'd like to contribute to the show and gain access to over 10 hair-raising hours of special spooky subscriber content (laughs) just click on the support Taverncast button on the main page
0: (laughs) And if you'd like to be on the show send us a scary story (laughs) Ask a question or complain that we're the worst podcast you've ever heard
4: Just call our Skype line direct at 734 418 8727.
0: (laughs) Now, back to the show, my pretties.
1: I was thinking of a uh, a ghost story that a real life ghost story of mine that I've been saving for this tavern cast that I thought I'd share with you guys if uh, you know I'm if you want already you want. yeah it is a little scary it's it's you know it's scary because it's from Canada I was in uh, Ooh, everything scary comes from Canada. my God mm-hmm, as we all know I was really oh, scared Canada. that was the oh,
3: no. scariest thing
4: yeah, ever yeah little petrified. <laughs>
3: Have we decided whether like, or not the French-Canadians are scary yet? The, no. They're not too scary. Well, I know, you know
1: the French they accent run away just does Can't be scary. Sacre-boo! <laughs> <laughs> Sacre-boo? <laughs> <laughs> Sacre-boo. So this happened when I was a kid, right? We would, um... I used to sing as a kid. And we would travel around. And every summer we would go on a, on a summer concert tour. And we would go up to... Basically along the west coast... But we always made our way somehow up into Canada. And every year we would go to certain spots. It would change from year to year, but there were kind of anchor spots. And one of the anchor spots was the a place in British Columbia called the Banff Springs Hotel. The Banff Springs Hotel awesome. was right out of a storybook. If you look this place up on the internet it is literally a castle um they built a new wing onto it since the old days but so i'm talking about the old hotel that still looks just like a castle right out of a right out of a right out of a storybook and this is one of the hotels few hotels that has a 13th floor so Mm -hmm. each year when we would go to the Bam springs hotel we'd actually get a tour and they had the they had all these crazy things about it you know one of the Bricks in one of the rooms you could look at, and it had kind of a looked like a picture of a woman wailing on it. And the story was is that a woman got um, cemented into the brick or stone or something like that. Another was there's a staircase that leads to nowhere. There's literally a a spiral staircase that goes right into the ceiling, and there's you know there's nowhere to go. Um, But one of the cool stories is that on the thirteenth floor is of course haunted. So the story goes that I was with uh, a couple of buddies of mine, and there's <clears throat> there's three lower levels. At so the very bottom of the hotel is the pool, and right above that was the mezzanine level, and above that was the lobby, and then you start at the regular fours, one through whatever it was, a, you know, twenty something. Mm-hmm. And so I was with a couple of guys, and we were down on the mezzanine level, one level above the pool, and there were five mm-hmm. elevators, you know, in a row, and they, they were all on the same wall. So I wanted to go from the mezzanine level up to the lobby for whatever reason. And I pushed the up elevator. And the, the you know, it was a pretty kind of old elevators. So and the first elevator went Ding mm-hmm. and the door opened. And I walked in and I pushed, you know, up to the lobby level mm-hmm. and the door didn't close. So we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting, nothing happened. So we walk out of the elevator, nothing happens. So we push up on the to call up another elevator The next elevator comes up, ding, it opens up The first one hadn't closed, so now there's two elevators open We walk in, we push to the, the lobby level button And we're waiting and nothing happens We're still waiting in the car So nothing happens, so we walk out again We do this for the third, the fourth, the fifth All elevators are now on the mezzanine level And all of them are open And I take a a few steps back just to look at this, to see all five elevators open, which is ridiculous. And they all go ding at the same time. They all close simultaneously, and you can see them all going to different levels. So this is already bizarre. Now, why we didn't walk up one flight of stairs, I have no idea why. But being stupid as we were, we pushed up again uh, to call up another elevator. The next elevator comes up, it goes, ding, the door opens, we walk in, we push t- up to the el- lobby, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. I walk out, I push up again, the next elevator comes. As soon as the next elevator came and opened, a friend of mine who had stayed in the first elevator, it goes, ding, and it closes. Now he had pushed, I, I know because I had pushed L for a lobby. It went right past the lobby, you could see it, it was one of these old elevators, you could see where mm-hmm. it was going on the outside, right past the lobby, 1 2 uh uh 3 uh uh all the way up to level 13 and it stopped at level 13. So now I'm getting freaked out. A buddy all the rest of the guys are like we're out of here. So they 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 took off I'm like okay, I got to go, you know, see this is this is just because re- I don't really believe in this sort of stuff, so I'm like this is ridiculous. So I go in the elevator that I had called up was still open. I walk in, I push L. The door closes. Ding, the door closes. Pass right by L. L is still lit, but we—nothing pa- else is lit on the thing, right? D- one, two, three. I'm like, there's no freaking way. Four, five, six. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Seven, eight. I push ten to try to stop the elevator because I'm starting to get a little nervous about this. Ten, eleven. We pass right past ten. I, now I'm by myself in this in this elevator, oh, and I had never been up to... the things. 12, 13 Stops. The door opens. The door opens on a hallway. The hallway goes left and right, and it's a normal hallway, except at the end, there's a mirror with a table in front of it and a little vase of flowers or something. In front of the table, there's just a little kid like looking at the vase. Oh all right? BS. I, I'm, I'm frantically pushing L. I'm frantically pushing the door close. Does, does the door close button know. work on any elevator? Because every time I've ever pushed door close on any elevator, it doesn't I don't think work. They're actually hooked up to Regardless, I'm still pushing door close, door close, okay, wait, wait, door. Stop, close.
3: stop. So just seeing the kid there alone, I mean mm-hmm. I'd be like freaking out. I, I, I was even, freaking okay, out. Alright, good. I, well, I, I mean, okay, so I'm free. That's what. Hence <laughs>
1: pushing the door closed. I'm freaking out. I'm pushing door closed, door closed, door closed. The kid turns around, okay? Lo- looks me right in the eye and starts walking towards me. <laughs> I'm pushing door closed. He's walking faster and faster. Door closed. The door starts closing. The kid starts running to me with his hands up, like by his face, like, ah, kind of thing. Door closed. The door closes. And I go back down to the lobby level, and I walk out, and that's and the you end. Change of it. your pants. <laughs> I, 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 that was it. Wow. The scariest thing I ever saw in my. Entire you didn't
5: life. go back all the. No, you didn't go back up to the thirteenth floor.
1: No, we weren't. You know, it's, you we got weren't got your, allowed. Your
5: parents, to, parents and going on, on up
1: there. Well, my parents weren't there. We were not there we were on wow. a concert tour, but we couldn't. And we, as matter of fact, we weren't allowed to go up to. We weren't allowed to go up to the thirteenth floor, any of the residential levels, you know, where, where guests no. were staying, because we weren't supposed to. Sure, store, because right,
3: the, this where the Demon Kid. Lives. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's
5: where the family was murdered by their kids.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, so
5: there it is. So, the, wow. So what do you, you should write up a screenplay. Yeah, so what
3: do you think mm-hmm. actually happened?
1: I think what actually happened was um, there was a portal uh, from hell that actually <laughs> opened, and oh, you know, that uh, it was a lot, on the thirteenth floor. It it did, and, and usually
5: on thirteenth floors. Yeah. One it's of the problem.
1: demons got out and took the form of a young child. Who wanted to steal my soul? (laughs) And uh, he—he almost had my soul, um, but But fortunately, the elevator
5: door closed, and for the stop, a demon anytime. And
1: (laughs) and I would like to thank the doors, the elevator doors of the BAM (laughs) Hotel. Thank you, doors. Thank you. We have to find another host for closing and saving my soul. That's what I think happened.
4: Did you burn your pants afterwards?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, but I I mean, it uh, was—I actually didn't wet myself. You know that was about as close as it comes. Other than that one time that I had this terrible disease that was that was a whole again?
3: different. What's how that? How old were you again?
1: I was probably about ten or eleven. Oh. Wow, ten or eleven, and the, I would say the age of the kid was a little kid, like maybe five. I'm telling you, that was
3: it. Was the scariest thing? That would be thing. scary. The, yeah. the part of this you're so. not telling us is the uh, the day before when you were down in the arcade of the Banff Hotel and you pushed mm-hmm. that one kid off of the Pac-Man machine and hit him and <laughs> stole his quarters.
5: <laughs> and he happened to his parents happened to run the elevator for the whole yeah. the elevators for yeah. the whole. And hotel. there was a, there was know, a
4: Zoltar fun- machine in the corner, and you kind of put your coin in and Zoltan, <laughs> Zoltar, <laughs>
1: Zoltar. There was, uh, you know, the, yeah. The funny thing is, is that there was a there was um you know, these guys that were working security, they are like, hey, check out the kids that are trying to get to the lobby from the mezzanine floor. <laughs> hey. Those lazy bastards. <laughs> Why don't we just screw the with Americans? Them? <laughs> hey, buddy, take off to the great white north. I mean, the 13th floor. And, uh... <laughs>
3: So I'm curious, does uh, anybody else have uh, ghost stories? Because I know I could probably share one. Anybody else ever seen anything? Think I did. On anything? Once when I was in Canada at the
1: Banff Springs Hotel. Oh, no, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I just told that story. Wait, what happened? Anything exceedingly weird that <laughs> it's would be... different this time.
5: I've got a story that's not mine. It's from my mom, actually. That she told me That's actually at the same school where I went to undergrad. I think I might have told you this one before. But basically, she uh, she was living in a dorm... And it was, if you, it was a suite of rooms. So there were four rooms, two on a side, connected by a bathroom. So it's kind of shaped like a U,
2: mm-hmm.
5: where the bathroom is like the bottom of the U, and at the tops are the doors that go into like the, the hallway for the, you know, so you can get up and down the stairs and everything. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she was home alone, and she was in like, call it like the first room uh, at like one top of the U. And she was there, that, you know, her other roommates weren't there, and she, heard, she thought she heard somebody in the other room and so she you know she opened the door door into the rest you know the next suite down the line walked in and there's no one there and so she's looking around she's thinking she probably just heard something and then she hears like a uh like a mug break in the bathroom you know at the at the bottom of the u so she opens the door and she looks in there and there you know there's a broken mug but there's no one there and so she you know she you know she and then she thinks she hears a door close in like the next room that she hasn't been in yet so she follows you know the u around and she's at the other base of the other two set of uh, rooms and she looks around there's no one there and so she goes over to the, uh, the last room Now she opens the door into the last room and there's no one there and they had furniture in front of the door there so no one could have gotten out through that door they had like a, you know, like a chest of drawers in front of that door, they were blocking that, the door. that swung inwards never ever, she never found out what that was all about so and there were, of course there were, you know she told her friends and there were people who said that they had heard that there was a, someone who committed suicide in those rooms and
4: you know, you're right kinds of stories no but. human beings would stack furniture like this
5: <laughs> it's crazy no i mean that her uh, roommates had done that ah. that's just how they had arranged the room because they only used one of the doors to get in and out so freaky
3: How about you, Karen?
4: I've never really seen anything. I mean, I've been pretty scared. I think the, the most scared I was ever was... Uh, Eli, you sent me an email once that had a, a link to it, to those pictures. This was a few years ago when they had those pictures you could pull up on the internet. And it said, you know, look really closely at this picture. You see the face in the mirror or whatever. And so you get <laughs> really, really close to your screen. And it waits. I think it's... A, what is it? Is it a, some kind of program? And the picture gets really, really still, and then all of a sudden, this morph face and this big, high-pitched scream comes out out at you. <laughs> you guys have seen those, I've right?
5: Seen oh yeah. Yeah, yeah.
4: I, uh, I like that was that was, I think, the most scared I've ever been in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally, literally, almost lost bladder function. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I the thi- the thing went off. It started to scream. I shot back from the from the from the computer, flipped the chair over. Ran out of the room, (laughs) screaming at the top of my lungs.
1: But uh, but you didn't have the
5: hiccups. No,
4: I no, I you know I didn't. I didn't. I I gotten rid of the hiccups. Or
1: bladder control.
5: Yeah,
4: that's true. That's true. That's true. (laughs) anything that I could definitely definitely say was not explainable some other way Mm. although I I think Eloy you've had some experiences like that
3: really so so I lived in a house in (laughs) Florida
5: when I was after you experimented with blending up foods (laughs)
3: that's been a lifelong pursuit (laughs) (laughs) are you doing the Walt Disney World haunted mansion song Bill Yeah, of course. I figured you
0: were. There are no doors and no windows.
4: Move in, bodies. It's your job to
0: find a way out. Of course, there's always my way.
4: I love that (laughs) Do you know they changed it? They changed the one in Florida. (laughs) Okay.
3: So I lived in this house in Florida. Um, And... I was there uh, from, I don't know, 92 to 95 or so, and I had a couple of roommates, so two guys and one girl that lived in this house, and this was um, college and post-college for a little while, and when we first moved in, we found a funeral card. you guys know what a funeral card is? No. It's like... it's something that I don't have a tradition with I've never known anyone to do it but I've seen them before it's like a business card and it has like you know a picture of a person on it and then their name in this case the guy's name is Leonard Hemmings And Leonard Hemmings, it said when he lived and when he died, and it was like, you know, the Johnson & Johnson mortuary celebrates the life of Leonard (laughs) Hemmings. And it had a picture of him and, you know, the date that he died and, you know, that kind of stuff. It was like a... It was just sitting there in the house when you moved in? The only thing that was in the house when we moved in was this funeral card that was, like, stuck up into the frame of a big mirror that sat in the living room on the wall. And, wow. and we were you know i, I think I, I think the impression was that's weird we'll give it back to the landlady and we never got around to doing that for whatever the reason and the funeral card it started with the funeral card would fall off the mirror on its own and that, that's not surprising i mean so it just falls out of the frame and so we kept tacking it back mm-hmm. up there and nothing we could do would get that stupid thing to stay in the frame it just kept falling out all the time Why did you? Keep and it? so what
4: why did you keep it
3: uh, Because we were all a little freaked out That it was a funeral card And it was Don't like Don't taunt the dead Yeah, so, you know, we're not going to throw <laughs> it out
5: Okay So you have to keep
3: it in the mirror So um, um, It kept falling out At one point uh, We moved it somewhere So we moved it across on a table or something So it in a drawer So that it wouldn't fall out mm-hmm. And the thing kept popping back up into the frame And so What Whoa. we started to do was blame each other so, of course, you got two guys two guys and a girl in a house, and the first thing we're doing is like, whatever, you put it back up there. No, you did it. No, I saw you come out of the room at night, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so leaping forward a little bit. I thought it was me. Um, so I was in a, the far side bedroom of the house, and there was a guy right next to, to my bedroom in his place, and we had a door that separated us. On the other side of where we stayed, there was the kitchen. And in the middle of the night one night, we heard what sounded like drawers opening and glasses moving around and silverware clinking. And so we figured somebody like one of the other roommates was in the kitchen. And so the guy in the room next to me walked out and looked and there was nobody there and went back to bed. And more noises, more what sounded like footsteps. And, you know, I woke up and he was awake and I said, hey, John, do you hear that? And he goes, yeah, dude, I totally hear it. And I'm like, you're not out there, right? And he's like, no, dude, I'm not out there. And so we got up after listening to this for a little while and walked over and the other roommates were asleep. So we were pretty, pretty freaked out. And then flash forward again to the most dramatic of the events. Mm -hmm. Um, we, we were in the house one night and, uh, one of the roommates was out in the living room, which was nearest to the front door watching television and, um, I was in the my bedroom, I guess. One of the other roommates, the guy who had the bedroom next to mine, was in his, and I don't think that the girl was home. And um, we're just sitting there, going about our business, and the front door, which had been closed and locked, opened up like blew open, like someone had kicked it open. It literally broke the lock out of the frame and slammed Scrooge. into the side of the house. Yeah. Sorry, wrong wrong address. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, wrong address. So yeah, so we um we all came running out into the uh into the living room where we see my roommate who's sitting on the chair right next to the door and he's Scared like yeah, he's like pretty much off the chair, backing away from the from is the front John? of the house. No, this would have been a forest. Okay. And um <laughs> um yeah, he was <laughs> yeah. Would you like his spooky full is bend? a spooky yeah. does? <laughs> So, um, Thank you. so yeah, Sorry. so so the door had, had literally been blown open from the inside out. Literally took like wood and stuff out of the frame with the lock still Jeez. open, like someone had kicked it wow. open from the inside out. You mean from the and, outside um,
4: in? You mean it, it uh, blew you, in?
3: Yeah, no, it blew out. Blew like out. it opened. The, it would it open the right way, but it opened locked. Right. Like someone had kicked it open. Right. Right. Um, huh. Yeah. So, so after that, we went to the landlady and uh, tried to. Pitched this story to her and asked her if she knew who this Leonard Hemings was, and strangely enough, she didn't really want to talk about it, and she got really irritated with us and said, "You know, I've heard this story before about spooks in the house, and I don't want to hear any more about it." Oh God! And we, yeah, <laughs> just pay your rent. So we were like, wow. "Okay, so I guess this is the first time somebody's run into this." So we started asking the neighbors, and the neighbors didn't say anything except for that people never stayed in the house longer than a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> So we eventually moved on, and there were there were a couple other things that happened that I'm not talking about. But in in the in the you know, for time's sake, I won't bring them all up. But
1: yeah, that was <laughs> one of the roommates got chopped up, yeah. and
3: uh, you, you, we don't you like you to talk. going to, you you kinda to the, over that. Have,
4: but you have to tell the part of the story where you, what happened in the living room.
3: Uh, well, <laughs> I was trying to avoid it because it it's long. <laughs>
4: <laughs> give me the abbreviated version, because I think that's the creepiest part.
3: We'll give you overtime. Okay, well, nobody's going to believe it. All children are <laughs> welcome. Come into the light. <laughs> the thing that made, I think, everybody in the house a believer, and I'll tell you why later on it became such a, such a big deal, was we, we woke up one morning. Or, well, I woke up to see the, the roommate John, the guy whose bedroom was next to mine, standing over my bed saying, Dude, wake up. Wake up and so I wake up and I'm That's like did start. he have a cleaver in yeah. his hand <laughs> like was- or a hammer and he's like yeah. dude come out into the living room right now and I'm like uh, what? what's going on he's like come on get out here right now so I come out there and I find the girl who lived there and the other guy for standing in the living room staring out towards the back of the living room right and my buddy john had walked out there and he's standing with him and they're all just staring at the corner and i walk up and i'm like what the hell's going on and i look over and all of the furniture that was in the living room a couch two chairs um a little table and i think that's it i think there was like one of those little pillows that you lay on like on the floor to watch tv kind of thing Mm -hmm. with a little like backrest kind of thing they were all stacked up into a corner all sucked into a corner stacked on top of each other, and we had like a really crappy 1970s shag carpet that every time you stepped in it left (laughs) marks basically, Mm -hmm. and no marks at all on the carpet, and this crap was heavy uh, to be able to move and so, we were pretty freaked out, but I have to be honest (laughs) with you that, well yeah, what we thought it was was one of the roommates (laughs) we all thought it was one of the others Mm -hmm. and we all blamed all the others for doing it, until about a decade later um, a decade later, we started. Well, we started talking. You know, I mean, you, you run into these people again. So I ran into Forrest and John, and I never did get the chance to talk to the girl. But I, I rule her out because there's, she was kind of a little girl. There's no way she could lift this couch by herself. And I just don't. <laughs> That's what you thought, yeah. Well, so we we talked about <laughs> this, and you... the uh, the guys who lived in the house swore up and down that they well, we always kind of thought it was you. And you know, I was like, I always kind of thought it was you guys. And I believe these guys. I believe them that none of them did it. Because after all this time, you figured they'd probably just spill it, but they didn't. So I don't know. I don't know if it was real or not, but if it was, it was the damnedest thing I ever saw, and it was scary as hell. That'd be pretty, mm. yeah. Wow. That is I scary. I would put
4: shivers up my spine if I actually came out.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> sorry, wrong house. I
5: think
2: <laughs>
1: So I got a question. So is it this whole, uh, from the ghost stories we've told and this whole obsession with the macabre, is that the reason why Halloween is still appealing to adults? Because... Okay. Everybody knows that you guys know I've got three little kids, right? And so now I'm I'm seeing holidays through the you know through the eyes yeah. of my little kids. You know, Christmas, Santa Claus. I mean, there comes a time in everybody's life when you get to a certain age and Santa Claus just doesn't come around anymore. And what are you, same, what are you talking thing, about? Same he, thing. For he like, doesn't come he, around for you. <laughs> it's like that Saturday Night Live what did you do? Uh, skit <laughs> when they're like, "Sorry, kids, guess you weren't good this year." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, Dad, we were so good!" No, oh, I don't know what it is. And then, um, but like the Easter Bunny doesn't come when you, have, you know. Easter Bunny's yeah. definitely for kids, and the Tooth Fairy is for kids. Fairy, yeah,
5: that's a little hard for adults.
1: Yeah, y- yeah that, well, unless you get to like you know, once you're seventy, you know. And well, no,
4: like I mean, loose. my dental I mean, caries are really, really kicking. You know.
3: Well, the Easter Bunny came in one year and I had to shoot him. So that's what happened to the Easter Bunny. And the Tooth Fairy, I dated her.
1: I don't know. My Easter Bunny comes every Thursday. Thank you. (laughs) But, I mean, so, okay, so all these themed sort of holidays, I mean, you know, Arbor Day isn't really for kids or anything. But, I mean, so, but the themed holidays that are, you know, Mm -hmm. commercialized basically are for kids. But Halloween is for kids. I mean, there's still the whole trick-or-treating thing that's going strong. And, but it's getting stronger and stronger for adults. And not in the normal adult sort of way. I mean, I can imagine, you know, <laughs> dressing up as a French maid. I mean, that's got a whole different sort of thing to it. you know. But, and I understand that. But l- let me give you an example. My brother. Okay, My brother's uh, 27 years old. He was 27 years old last year. He dressed up as the uh, Disneyland Main Street Electrical Parade. Okay, cool, cool. He had like you know lights around and he, really elaborate, and he spent probably weeks putting this thing together. But he and dressed all up as the like,
3: entire parade?
1: No, no, just like oh. one of the floats essentially. Yeah. And he had a little boom box with the mean ding dida ding 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 dida 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 right. So the whole thing going, and it was you know his friends are like, dude, that's awesome. But, Okay, so other than that though, is it? Why do adults celebrate Halloween? Why is it such a cool thing? And aren't, don't adults who celebrate Halloween kind of need to grow up? Of course, this comes from a person that plays World of Warcraft, but other than that. Or <laughs> used to, at least. Isn't it really a kid's holiday? Why do adults love Halloween so much? Because it's fun. <sighs> But so Santa Claus.
4: Well, but it, 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 it's, oh. a, it's a socially acceptable time where you can kind of revel in the. Yeah, it's kind of like, the, more like
1: New Year's. Yeah, in the, the lightness kind of your
4: youth. Fun. I mean, back if you remember well.
1: Yeah, but New Year's, I don't dress up in a diaper. I mean, every Friday night. But other than that, but I mean, it's not a special if it happens occasion. to fall on a Friday night. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, people go to great extents to to try to make halloween, you know, an awesome adult affair. Yeah. When it really is just about trick or treating, well, isn't it?
4: Well, I think it's because well, no, I don't think that's the case. I mean, I, for me, when There's I was growing up, when I was younger, you know, in junior high school, high school, we used to really, really, really get dressed up and it was how how creative could you be, how how realistic could you be, how funny could you be. Um, and in adult society there really isn't that kind of, of frivolity that goes back to your own level of creativity. I still think one of the one of the, the funniest costumes that I that I saw in a movie once was when Denzel Washington in Philadelphia got dressed up as a lawsuit. Because <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um,
1: I'm just a bill yes. living here. <laughs> exactly. It. So
4: it, it's that kind of, of of punny kind of kind of thing that adults. It, it's okay for them to do, mm. and let should be able to kind of loosen up a little bit. So I don't know. I think that might have something to do with it.
3: I think. I think adults, uh, as well. Well, the current generation of adults, maybe like our 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 generation and a little bit before it are loosening up a little bit and i think we're changing yeah. the way society views holidays like this. I mean, when i um when i was a kid, i mean my parents this is not always true across the board, but my parents wouldn't really get dressed up. They wouldn't participate. Yeah, it would mind. yeah, it would be a very big, you know, like the only thing they do is they'd sit there with candy and they'd open the door and be like, "Oh, aren't you cute? You little princess, you little wizard," you know, and they'd give them some candy and that would be it. Flash forward to me doing it and opening <laughs> Expelliarmus the Billy <door>. candy cane. <laughs>
1: I got all your
2: candy.
3: Freak. um flash forward (laughs) to me doing it and it's like you know i want to dress up and freak kids out and do the house up and play creepy music and creepy stuff because i want to make it as fun for them as it was for me because i as a kid i always used to like to go to the house where there was like this stray guy on the street who would like do his house up with like little gravestones and lights and sound effects and we were like and he was always like the hippie guy but he was the coolest guy ever, because not only would he have the best candy, but he'd also like go out of his way to make his house all creepy and something that you wanted to walk up to, right? He was also and on like the yeah. sex
4: offender checklist.
1: <laughs> he was the guy who put razor blades in the, the app apples. The scariest
3: thing. Hey, dude, I love these kids that come by, man. You know what I'm saying? They've <laughs> got some great stamps. Try these. Think- <laughs> you, you guys know Here's how it is. stamp. Yeah. You guys know like how it these, is, though, being an go- adult, right? I mean, it's yeah. like you... You you have to be responsible and grow up and take care of adult things. You have to. There's there's no choice in that. So you've got to pay your bills. You've got to find ways to do it. You have to be responsible. But there's a part of of every adult, I think, that really, in a lot of ways, clamors to kind of cut loose and be a kid again. Like, how many of us would just totally dig it if we could just go out to recess in the afternoon? Serious. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that, that yeah. longing is there. And I would say a, man. Yeah, a lot of people don't want to do it or, or would or would feel like uncomfortable doing that because it's almost like this thing where it's like you have to grow up. You know, it's like you reach you reach 25, 30 years old and it's like, no, it's time to be an adult. And that means everything that I liked before has to change and get swept mm-hmm. off the yeah. table. And I, I have to be an adult now, which means I have to do adult things. And honestly, to me, a lot of the adult things are kind of boring. They're things that are necessities, not something that necessarily I want to do. Some adult things are compelling, some aren't. And so, it, uh, it, a holiday like uh, Halloween lets most adults that otherwise have all these responsibilities kind of cut loose and have some fun for a change, and it's okay. Now, adults who go trick or treating, on the other hand, not so much. <laughs> Unless you're going with your kids, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, plus there's the whole
5: like market now for like um, stuff from you know memorabilia from your youth, like. Yeah, you know, like look at all the movies that are coming out, like Transformers and and all that kind of stuff. Kind of marketing to that whole yeah. They're not you know, marketing to kids. At, oh no, not at all. They're they're looking at adults. look Halloween group. thing. Yeah, our age group and and looking back to when you were a kid and the Transformers and the GoBots and all that stuff. So.
3: Think about how easy it is now to be a parent. I mean, like Bill, isn't it easier to be a parent right now than what you would imagine it used to be? I mean, think about it. You can go see tra- Transformers with your kids, and you know that they're going to like it. And you can like it, too.
1: Yeah, you know, I wonder, though, if it's a function of me enjoying just not really it being okay not to grow up as an adult. I mean, there's a certain level of societal acceptance to, you know, a 30-something-year-old. I don't know, playing World of Warcraft, enjoying things like Transformers. It's all stuff that when we were kids, they're making a GI Joe movie. I mean, the people that are making movies now are are basically us, the st- the, the people that enjoyed this when we were kids, but it's actually okay now to enjoy to yeah. continue to enjoy the things that we did when we were kids. So maybe that's a function of it of of, of that certain kind of childish um enjoyment of something of dressing up and being spooky and it being okay to do that as an adult. Well, but you because you guys
3: know right. it's okay to a degree. I mm-hmm. mean, think about how many people we've run into were when 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 Taverncast was a full world of Warcraft podcast. I don't know about you guys, but if I tried to tell people what we were doing, I'd say, "Okay, we have this podcast. It's it's like a radio show. It's <laughs> like a morning show." They'd be like, "Oh, that's awesome. So, what do you guys talk about?" Um, we talk about this game called World of Warcraft, and instantly disconnect. <laughs> I think. Yeah, it was like <laughs> their faces disconnect. just kind of got
4: blank, their eyes kind of glazed yeah. over. They're
3: a like, little. oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So there's there, a, there's a level of acceptance, uh, well, but it only goes to a point.
4: Do you guys but get dressed up still as adults at Halloween?
1: I at all? I have not for years, but last year I gave in, and the, what I did was, as I basically took my uh, my suit and um i wore my suit with a white shirt underneath and a superman uh shirt underneath my white shirt and i just kind of left it unbuttoned mm-hmm. and i wore that for the kids as i was walking around but that's <laughs> about as far as i've got
4: that's great
5: and I, for the
1: kids. I plastered my hair down like christopher reeve's and put a little curl in the front and
4: that's awesome you know, that is awesome yeah
1: my white wa- my wife loved it
3: <laughs> I will I mean I'll I'll dress up to an extent uh, honestly though I mean if I I'm to the point now where if if I was gonna really dress up I'd, first of all I'd have to be going somewhere where I knew there was gonna be other people dressed up I wouldn't just like walk into work hopefully with something strange <laughs> shut up hey everybody
4: <laughs> why is, my god what happened to your face French day why is Bryson a tutu <laughs> why <laughs> it's
1: Wednesday is, is it French maid day
3: <laughs> so I will tell you, no. My secret shame is that for years I've wanted to like get made up as uh, Dr. Zayas, Minister of Science from Planet of the Apes, and have like Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, freaking Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, are you, Dr. Zayas. Are you doing it this year? No, I'm not doing it. I I want to. Oh, come
4: are <laughs> in California, you've got access to all the great makeup artists.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true. True.
5: You
4: totally should. You totally should.
1: It has been discussed. There's gotta be some like cheesy ape faces. Happen. You could buy on eBay.
4: Oh on. God! You should do that. You really should.
1: You know, yesterday we went over to a store called Michaels, where they have you know art supplies and crafts and whatever. Mm-hmm. And they we for the sole purpose of buying face paint, and we found it and tons of it, and we bought a little book that had face paint. And we yesterday we did face painting for the kids, and I painted my son's face as a skull, a skeleton mm-hmm. came out awesome, so it's not even Halloween and he was just running around like that it was it was pretty cool <laughs> At how, but i didn't paint my face
4: i've uh, I've purchased a pair of um, of contact lenses that are just red irises, and um, I tend to for some reason, it always seems to happen mm-hmm. that I work on Halloween, so I, last year I went to work in the emergency room with red contact lenses and <laughs> nice. I'm
1: going I've been having chest pains can I have the demonic nurse to uh, help me
4: good god so what don't suck my blood what seems to be the trouble so sir? if you're
3: like over 28 29 years old or so and you you listen to our show jump on the forums when you get a second and let us know if you uh
5: or leave us a voicemail.
3: Yeah, or leave us a voicemail and tell us tell if us if you still dress up. Do you do you still go trick or treating? Do you feel okay about it? Die, Dracula!
0: Die! See the ten thousand year old monster disintegrate before your eyes as the seven brothers and their one sister meet Dracula. You haven't seen Kung Fu until you've seen the seven brothers and their one sister in action against Dracula.
5: So, guys, I was kind of wondering, uh, so what would you rate as your favorite scary movie? Bryce, hmm. go.
3: The Ring. The American remake of The Ring. American
5: Ring? Have you seen the Japanese one? Yes.
3: Yeah, I, I actually I thought that um that the uh the remake of the ring in America was actually a lot superior to the original Japanese. And usually I don't think that, but in in the case of the ring I did. I thought it was a lot, lot better. Hmm. And that movie, um you know, scared is such a subjective term. I wouldn't say that I was scared, yeah. but that movie really, really creeped Creepy. me out. And the last I don't know, five minutes of the movie was like, you know, Pushed to the back of my seat, kind of freaked out. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, Michelle's got a good story on that one with her brother when he was watching that movie.
4: Yeah, he uh, he was there with his uh, with his wife in the in the movie theater. And can I actually talk about the movie? Am I going to ruin it for anybody if I talk about it? <laughs> it's
3: been out oh, for how many years? Well, you know what? If, if it's going to ruin it, then uh, yeah, spoiler. Turn off the show. Yeah. be warned.
4: Do, 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 do. Okay, so skip ahead so, if need be. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler space. So there's a part in the movie where. It, where Samara comes out of the television and she starts to, you know, the, the, the TV flashes up and the guy's standing there in the back and my brother, my brother's three years younger than I am and he's, he's a great kid. He's 29 going on about 13 with, you know, just the way that he reacts <laughs> to stuff sometimes. So he's sitting here in, in, this, in the screen and all of a sudden she pops up, she pops up on the TV and he kind of sinks down into his chair. This is how his, his wife tells it. Sinks down into the chair a little bit lower and she starts to walk towards the front of the TV screen Towards the guy who's standing there, and she just pop out of the TV screen. All of a sudden, my brother Rob shoots all the way down in his seat with like his head, like barely tucking out of the top of his chest. And she starts to crawl out of the screen towards him, and he brings up his knee <laughs> close to his body, and he starts kicking in the air towards the screen. <laughs> and she starts crawling forward, wow. and all, all of a sudden, she does that thing where all of a sudden she zoom blinks forward, zoom. and he screams, F-
2: Oh, God. See, the thing that was scary wow. about
3: that movie for me was that, I mean, you go through the whole story, and it's like this... Um, It's like this... It it was a creepy movie, but it was, like, creepy that had this nice resolution. So we're like, okay, it's sort of your typical ghost story. The girls, like, led them to solve the mystery of her death, and now that they found her body, it's all going to end, and it's fine, and, you know, whatever. And then it's not. Then you just find Mm. out she's just, like, this crazy, evil ghost babe. And it's like, this sucks. And then it's just so totally freaky. So that's mine. Mm. Yeah. Bill, how about you?
1: Uh, I'd say the creepiest movie... For me, was Poltergeist, and the reason is because I've never seen Poltergeist. <gasps> in fact, when I was a kid, <clears throat> when I was a kid, I was not allowed to see R-rated movies. I, I led a very sheltered life. Like Rocky, I couldn't see Rocky and when all my either. friends were seeing Rocky, and but but Poltergeist came out, and Poltergeist is in the theater, and um, so I was not obviously allowed to go see this movie. However. A friend of mine who was a Lashkey kid was able to see Poltergeist. And he told me in vivid detail exactly scene for scene the entire movie of Poltergeist. <laughs> and what I was able to create in my mind was far, worse. <laughs> was far worse than any of the clips that I've seen. because I've seen, you know, clips of it and you know the whole bit. You still and,
4: haven't seen it, the movie?
1: No, I've never seen Phil, it. Bill, I from can't be friends with
4: you anymore. <laughs>
1: the Uh-oh. whole scene with, like, you know, he told me about the tree eating the kid, you know, and like each flash of the lightning, it would that scared the shit out of me. I mean, it was, <laughs> it, I mean, seriously, that's like, how you really would, feel. He would told he told me about this story, and of course. I didn't, I didn't envision the, what was in the movie like everybody else saw. I envisioned my own room. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I envisioned like a the tree, tree that in. was outside of my like own room. And I envisioned every time there was a storm <laughs> around my house and there was lightning, I'd find myself unconsciously counting the, the lightning <laughs> bolts for, you know, versus the thunder. And then I'd like look outside. I, I mean, seriously, I almost wet my bed. Ba- it was frightening. Frightening, never seeing Poltergeist. One of these days, I may get around to actually seeing the movie Poltergeist, and uh, I'm, I'm sure it won't be nearly as scary as what is in my head, but right now, as of today, Poltergeist is the wow. most frightening movie I've never seen.
3: You know, you actually just missed <laughs> out too. Um, a company called Fathom Entertainment that uh, runs a bunch of digital showings in uh, various theaters around the country just did this thing where they, one night only, uh, ran Poltergeist, the digitally remastered version, in a bunch of theaters. I just saw it actually a week ago or so. I think. Really? Yeah, and it cool. was. Uh, it not a- they've made it look really good again. They've restored it quite a bit, but uh, it's still a great movie. If you like Spielberg you know, movies, you'll like it. I'm, I wouldn't say that Poltergeist is scary, per se, but it's a damn good movie. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, you think
1: Spielberg, you know, E.T. and, you know, Raider, and you feel like, oh, he's a great, he's I love Steven Spielberg, He makes, I love all his movies, and then you see Jaws. And you never want to go surfing ever again. I mean, you know, and boulder guys. It's like I never want to go to sleep
3: ever. No, again. Oh, the freaking I mean, part the... in Close Encounters. Go a tree. For God's yeah, sake! Yeah, when that... uh, when the aliens come to get the little Barry kid in the house, that that freaked me out when I was. <laughs> a in
1: the shape of
3: a square. If you really <laughs> awesome.
5: Actually, like Bill, and I, I know I've told you about this before, but I wasn't allowed to watch anything as a kid. I mean, we were hardly allowed to watch any shows. I, I mean, I think like the only TV show I watched as a kid were things like Cosby Show. Which is horrifying in its own right, but, okay. um, but for some reason, my parents for a while had oh HBO. I can't <laughs> when we when we first moved in, and he had, my dad had one of the first VCRs, and so he taped a bunch of movies when you know right in the beginning when um, when we first moved there, and they had be, and they had HBO before it went away, and so we had movies like Star Wars and Raiders and stuff, and so we were allowed to watch those pretty much whenever we wanted, mm-hmm. but they also had Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and so. For some reason, it never occurred to them to not let us watch that, and so that movie just scared the heck out of me as a little kid. Especially the uh, the part where the little kid gets abducted. That was that was freaked yeah. Doesn't he get sucked through the uh, door, the, through the the doggy dog door? door?
3: Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. all the red yeah. light that like bad. spills out underneath the, the door. Yeah, the red
5: light and all the weird shit going on with the record player and stuff.
4: And part of the part yeah. of the
5: f- like all the toys go nuts. Yeah, well, the freaky yep. part
4: about all that was that was when they filmed it. It was that the kid was giggling. The kid was laughing yeah. when all this was going on. Yeah. He's like, "They're here! They're yeah. here!" Yeah, and, and the way
5: they went to play or in something. the uh,
4: in the special edition release of that movie it talks about how Spielberg took the actor who played Barry aside and said, "Okay, now we're going to play a game, and all of the all of the all of the toys and all of the stuff is all going to go crazy, and um, it's going to be a game to see how much noise we can make." And he was totally psyched out. Um, and so, so, But they didn't tell the actress who was playing Barry's mom what was going to happen. And so totally here, here, here the, the, the oven's heating up. The doors are slamming back and forth. Everything's running all over the place. The music's really loud. And he's giggling, 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 because he knows he's going to get a toy at the end. Spielberg promised him a toy. Yeah. So he's sitting here screaming, toys, toys, toys. And it's all she going off. And of she's screaming and her head off. Oh, God. It's just pure genius. Pure absolute genius. Yeah. Seriously,
1: that's fascinating because that is the most, I mean, that's one of the greatest scenes ever. I vividly yeah. remember the juxtaposition of this terrifying thing going on and the kid just being delighted. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. loving it. The kid's are like, and he's laughing, <laughs> and it's great, and the kid, and mom's like, oh, no! you know. Oh, that's you guys know wow, that Close awesome.
3: Encounters of the Third Kind remains as... It, in the top three favorite movies of all time for me i mean yeah. it's like right up there it's a it great a movie. Good movie yeah that's a great movie. movie. all right so kern what about you
4: um i'm gonna go with star trek five that was really scary <laughs> 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 actually no um i'm gonna
1: have to i fear the center of the universe too <laughs> yeah. where there's really nothing
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. yeah nothing. why does god need a starship crickets <laughs> <laughs> crickets um, actually, I'm going to have to go with, uh, go with Eloy on this one, in the ring. Um, that really, the, the whole scene that I described where my brother was kicking at the screen, that I think was very, one of the mo- singly most scary scenes in, in, in cinema. Uh, that absolutely freaked me out. That was creepy. Absolutely yeah. freaked me out. So,
3: was there any part of other part of it that freaked you out, <laughs> or was it just that end scene?
4: It was just that end scene. That end scene where she it, it wasn't so much when she when she kind of crawled out of the TV because I had I had much of the same reaction as my brother did, where I just kind of I just kind of kept wanting to slink back from the from the from the screen, but then when she starts walking, she does the walk thing walk walk and then and then blink and she's all of a sudden 10 feet ahead that's when i i that's when i lost bodily function that that was yeah yeah.
1: see it's funny because i have a defense mechanism when it comes to scary movies like that because i just play mystery science theater 3000 when it comes to (laughs) that moment so when she like crawls out of the tv i'm like oh that's not good i hate it when that happens and she you know and so it It kind of takes it out of the moment a little bit, makes it a little more bearable. Seven
2: days. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, awesome. That is spooky. I don't know if I'm going to be sleeping tonight. At least I know that that wraps up Tavern
3: Cast 34, the special spooky Halloween episode. So are you going to dress up in your French maid outfit then in a couple of weeks? And uh... He probably is dressed up in it right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, ooh, is it drafty in here? Pictures? Pictures, please? <laughs>
2: I am
1: not
3: that kind of podcaster. Hey, so go up to the uh, go up to the forums at www.taverncast.com. Uh, click on the forums link there and go on up and check it out. I have uh, will have by the time the show has posted the video of me making the terrifyingly creepy um, Oktoberfest in a blender, <laughs> or at least just disgusting. <laughs> All right, so, thanks everybody. Thanks so for that's listening, it for guys. Taverncast Thirty-four. Talk to you later. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tavern Cast is recorded live in front of a studio audience. Tavern Cast does not endorse underage drinking and reminds those of you who are of age to have a stout heart and drink responsibly. Tavern Cast is a Snapdragon production. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com.
3: What what, the scariest things?
4: Yeah, between like um <laughs> scariest movies, that scariest on my back. You know if <laughs> <laughs> Wow
1: Monsters and Ghosts and Growths on my back. Little midgets tied in a sack. These are a few of
4: my scariest things. <laughs> <laughs> and then that one month where I got the clap. <laughs>
5: So Bill is working on a song, I think. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I can hear the He's pen. He's writing it down. I can, I can hear the pen in the background. I need the video.
1: That's good. Yeah. I can't get it out of my mind. All right. <laughs>